The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Joined by Donnie Wrightside as we have a lot to get to. And as usual, only two hours to try and do so. DRS, how you feeling here on a Tuesday? I feel like, Kyrie, this is for you. I mean, for lifelong Lakers fans such as yourself, tough, tough morning. But I'm here to bring the sunshine on the Sports Grid Network. No ill will, no hard feelings. It's okay, K-Dub. I got you today. I got you. I, I will say, I don't like. is me being a lifelong Laker fan then kind of ruin your own narrative that I run around on the LeBron teams. I mean, again, just uh, thoughtless from Donnie 40 seconds into the show. Uh, but yeah. again, that's kind of all you can expect. The, the, the thing about this is, as we begin this show is we were always leading with Kyrie. It's just the nature of it changed drastically over a 24 hour period. But the top headline is that Kyrie Irving has opted in to his one year player option with the Brooklyn Nets, $36 million and intends to stay with the Brooklyn Nets this season. Now, hold on. Now, here's what I would need to know as well. Like, I read through the tea leaves here. Help me out with this. I've made my decision to opt in, as he says. See you in the fall. All even? 11? What is that? What does it mean, well, That's his Twitter handle. I don't know why Shams <laughs> had to slap that in there. It's a yeah. fair, is that it's a fair question. Oh, uh, I don't know if he, again. like, asked for a plug in order to give him the scoop. Oh, it, again, yeah. uh, some, some question marks were certainly had. But, uh, yes, yeah. Kyrie Irving is staying with the Brooklyn Nets, uh, ultimately opting in, running it back. The Nets title odds back down to 7-1. to one. Yesterday, though, there was indications that he and the Lakers could be on their way to – uh, finding something to get them as a partnership there. The Lakers title odds had dipped down to 17 to 1. Now back up to 24 to 1. There's a lot to catch you up on, and we will do just that. We also have some other news around the other team in Los Angeles in the NBA, and that's the LA Clippers, who, after John Wall agreed a buyout agreement with the Houston Rockets, is making his way to the LA Clippers. And the Clippers now have joined the fold at the top of the leaderboard here on the FanDuel Sportsbook as title favorites, plus 600 right now after this John Wall news. Amazing. Like John Wall, two years for the Houston Rockets, right? What are they going to pay him, Kevin? About $80 million total. And how about this one? Stroking a check for roughly 41 or so million dollars for him to not play for your team and go to another team. I guess just owning a sports team, whether it be the NBA, the NFL, it doesn't matter. You just print money, even though you can write a check for $40 million for a player to not play for your team, and you're seemingly happy with that. Amazing stuff, but also 
maybe looking on the up and up here for the Clippers as one of those destination teams where they might do some damage here in 2022. Yeah, again, it's definitely a nice piece for the Clippers regardless, right? Reggie Jackson yeah. currently their lead point guard. I know they like Reggie a lot. At the worst-case scenario, John Wall, John Wall helps out, adds depth. He probably has a great chance to start. Uh, and also, to your point, uh, you know, John Wall didn't miss all of last season because of injury or refusing to play. He was quite literally begging the Rockets to play, and they would not play him. Uh, yet that's probably not as fun of a storyline as people usually prefer to complain about the athletes not showing up and never when it's on the other foot. Uh, there's a lot of NBA that we will get to this morning. We will also start to talk a little bit about Major League Baseball here. Is uh, We're getting closer than you realize to the trade deadline. We had a move made yesterday involving the Seattle Mariners as well as the Kansas City Royals. Carlos Santana makes his way to Seattle. And this, of course, comes amid a number of suspensions for not just Mariners players, but Angels players as well after that big-time brawl. The radio audience is here on a Tuesday morning. Kevin Walsh, Donnie, right side of the early line. But the Mariners, Donnie, hit the trade market early. Yeah, they are hitting the trade Take a look here at the Kansas City Royals, Kevin. For 25 years or so, they were the Major League Baseball equivalent of a AAA team supplying talent around the league. They end up sneaking in a World Series. Now we're back to supplying the rest of Major League Baseball with your talent because you have no chance of competing anymore. Just what the Royals do helps out the Mariners a little bit here. We'll see again how uh, the Mariners and the Angels fare in these next upcoming, you know, five to ten games, all depending with, again, a lot of the suspensions being levied against those teams there. Uh, we move over to the Twins and the Guardians here as the Minnesota Twins absolutely smashed the Guardians last night. An 11-1 final score in Cleveland. Minnesota holds a three-game lead over the Guardians and a six-and-a-half game lead over the Chicago White Sox as they still, though, are posted at plus 130 to win the AL Central. Yeah, I got to tell you something interesting here in this, you know, divisional race that you have set up, which we thought the White Sox were going to walk all the way from opening day till, you know, September and have an easy runaway division championship. But now the Minnesota mm -hmm. Twins, you're in position. You got to make moves to bolster your roster. Let's see what they do over the next couple weeks here. Yeah, right now it wonders, you know, how much longer will Minnesota still be a plus price to win that division? Kevin Gaussman mm -hmm. yesterday, a top six player when you talk about AL Cy Young Awards, was phenomenal against the Red Sox. Seven innings of scoreless baseball, struck out 10 Boston Red Sox. That was a lineup that was white hot, Donnie, and Gaussman slowed him down. Yeah, and Seabold stepped right into where you thought, I guess. You know, with seven earned runs given up here. Quick, easy exit. Blue Jays 7-2 winner. Slowing down, you're right, those hot Red Sox here. About what you thought, though. Gaussman's a good pitcher. Yeah, certainly so. Over in the NFL, you talk about award race favorites. Kenny Pickett is the favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year. The report coming out of Steelers camp, exclusively working with the third string, Donnie. Yeah, Steelers are old school. You're going to work your way into that starting lineup, and it looks like it will be Mitchell Trubisky opening day here for the Steelers. And that will have an impact, certainly, on the offensive rookie of the year odds. We will get you those updates. We will also let you know that Serena Williams is back in action today at Wimbledon, a minus 350 favorite. That begins at 1230 Eastern time in her first match. We come back and talk in the NBA headlines next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Big story around Kyrie Irving, the Brooklyn Nets, and his option, which has ultimately been opted in. Again, this was always the biggest story yesterday, if you were following along. But the the, the tone of this story was, what is Kyrie going to do? Is Kyrie going to find a sign-and-trade partner? Is he just going to straight-up opt out? Will perhaps the Nets fold here? Because that is the direction this was going. I, you know, when we were doing the... NBA draft last week, right, Don? We kind of had to catch people up on the timeline of the story uh, around that number one overall pick. While this is not as drastic, it has some similarities because the report came down from Woj at around noon, a little past noon yesterday, that the Lakers had, or rather, excuse me, the Nets offered up Kyrie the chance to find a sign-and-trade partner and that the Lakers were the only team interested, and about seven hours later, Kyrie Irving had opted into his player option with the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, it was like an act yesterday, like a scene from a uh, play that you would have, because we were setting up the day yesterday, Kevin, talking about, ooh, look at this, Kyrie Irving might have some suitors around the NBA, but it looks like he's locked in on the Lakers. And let's start going over like some things that happened in the NFL. Remember when he talked about Tyreek Hill going from the Kansas City Chiefs to the Dolphins. One tweet comes out a minute later, five minutes later, he's already traded. The deal's done and worked out. You can't tell me that yesterday was like, oh, Kyrie, go find yourself another suitor out here where we can trade you and everybody's going to be happy. And like three hours later, I can't find one, so I'm just going to opt in. There's no way that happened. So I'm surprised how all this information has been getting out because yesterday, if you were to read the tea leaves around the NBA, it looked like, Kyrie, LeBron had been talking over the past couple weeks, and finally Kyrie goes, you know what? It makes some sense here. I got a lot of money. Let me go try to win something, reunite with LeBron James. One year, $6 million deal. And after that, if I play well in L.A., I'll have a lot of suitors, Kevin, around the NBA to make max money and see maybe it's with the Lakers or another team. And then all of a sudden, they turn to, okay, I'm going to opt back in. This is where I want to be, Brooklyn. Uh, see you in the fall. It doesn't make any sense. What changed, Kevin, in that 12-hour period where Kyrie was basically saying, I can't stand the Nets. And, you know, Kevin Durant saying, hey, whatever he wants to do is fine with him. 
to turning out to, oh, yes, I'm going to opt in. Love it. $37 million, pay me. Here we go, Nets. It was such an oddity yesterday because it looked like the writing on the wall was he was gone to the Lakers. And, wow, only Kyrie Irving would opt out of, you know, $37 million and get paid for $6 million in one season. But it looks like he was going to do that and didn't. Something is amiss here, though. What did I miss, Kevin? What did I miss? It's a, I think you're saying it right there. There is a, there is a, a seven-hour gap that's hard to understand because the deadline for Kyrie's decision is Wednesday. So if you're in a standoff, right, Kyrie looking for as much money as possible and as many years as possible from the Brooklyn Nets. That was Kyrie's preferred destination of all the destinations was to stay in Brooklyn alongside Kevin Durant. The Nets, however, didn't want to ultimately add years to Kyrie Irving's deal. Maybe a couple of years, but they didn't want to go the full level max. And it seemed as if we had ourselves a standoff. And the nature of Kyrie allows you to think, this guy really might just leave $30 million on the table, feel disrespected, and make his way to Los Angeles. But where I can't fill the gap in is why Kyrie blinked, because that's what it seemingly happened here, why Kyrie blinked 24 or near 48 hours before he needed to? I, I, I can't come up with a single reason here. You know, Woj went on to say that Kyrie has until 5 p.m. on Wednesday to file the paperwork on his option. Like, honestly, Donnie, are we, like, on paperwork watch now? Like, is there, is there a world where... I, like he's kind of pretending he's going to opt in and then won't opt in here. And there's going to be another twist and turn to this story. I don't understand. Again, if you're in a standoff with an organization, you're trying to kind of leverage each other's situations because you want as much money as possible. Why are you tapping out early like Kyrie Irving did? Yeah, pressure burst pipes, right? And you can take a look at one of those, you know, simultaneous scenarios where James Harden got traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, and it was reported like, yeah, he's going to sign that, you know, option where he's going to opt in next year so you can't lose him in free agency. And then where comes like, oh, oh, man, Kev. I just forgot. I slipped my mind. You know, I just didn't get that in. Is that what we're waiting for here with Kyrie Irving? But you're right. If you're looking for Kyrie to sort of maximize his effort with the Nets and also talk about around the NBA, if you give these teams chances to sleep on this, ah, you know, I don't really know Kyrie. I don't think it works on our team. Wake up now. Hold on now. You know, we got four hours to decide if we actually want to not. Yeah, go out, make a deal with the Nets and see what you can do. It's kind of interesting that those cards were folded yesterday. And I often saw interviews for Kyrie Irving, you know, getting asked, hey, do you want to return to the Brooklyn Nets? Completely deflecting the question as if he was already out of there. Because the original point yeah. I'm trying to make is this didn't come about, Kevin, yesterday. This wasn't like, oh, you know what? I talked to LeBron in the morning. Then I talked to Jeannie Buss. Just didn't work out. I'm going back with the Nets. These guys have been talking for months and months and months. And it looked like that was worked out where, hold on, we would love to have you here in L.A. Can't afford you right now. Take that $6.5 million, and then we'll see what we can work on in the future. It looks like that was the path they were going down and just completely the door slammed as if Kyrie's like, man, I was never leaving. I always wanted to opt in with the Nets here. But see, so you also bring up a, a, a relevant little video there that came, I believe, uh, it was... I know it was from Complex Sports, but they asked Kyrie quickly, hey, what's the deal? And Kyrie mm -hmm. laughs it off. Wouldn't give you, they said, yeah. I want to be in Brooklyn. Because the thing is, is, Kyrie in that moment, right, Donnie, could have said, I want to be in Brooklyn. It's about whether or not they want me. And all of that would have been accurate, but he wouldn't talk about it, right? He wouldn't, he wouldn't address it at all here. 
And it does seem as if, right, as much as, you know, Kyrie was kind of saying, call my bluff, I'll opt out, leave you with nothing. Maybe the Nets were saying, go ahead. We, we, we really do not care. Because if you opt out, ultimately, the return that we would get from you is minuscule. We're going to have to trade KD, and that will be a big enough package to where nobody's going to really say, oh, I can't believe they didn't get an additional first or whatever it might be for Kyrie Irving in a trade. So perhaps the Nets were playing, again, a better game of chicken than Kyrie. Perhaps their poker face is significantly better than Kyrie. I just cannot at all understand the six-hour time frame that is not running up against the clock. How in six hours it went from the Lakers are super interested, Kyrie's interested in the Lakers, Kyrie is going to see if he can call their bluff, to Kyrie's back in Brooklyn and excited to be there. It, it, and, you know, you kind of brought this up at the beginning, the quote that obviously Kyrie provided shams. Normal people keep the world going, but those who dare to be different lead us into tomorrow. I've made my decision to opt in. See you in the fall. What does that even, what does that mean? I, I like, does it mean nothing and it's just Kyrie's opted yeah. in? Why did that need to be sent to Shams and why did Shams need to deliver us to that? Is there some message in there that I'm unaware of? Like this, this actually, sometimes I think like the lines get crossed here. I think this was the tweet that he was supposed to send out when he went to the Lakers. Like, hey, man, most people in the world are normal guys would take that 37 yeah. million. But, you know, fortune favors the bold, as those crypto commercials say. I'm headed to L.A. and whatever happens, happens. See in the fall. Like it almost got mixed up. Like my, my agent sent the wrong tweet because it could have just yeah. said, oh, I, I'm happy here with Brooklyn and I'll take all the money and. I'll see you on the court in October. Something is very amiss here all over the place. with, But it's Kyrie. This is what we anticipated. Also, Kevin, quickly, yesterday, you put down Twitter for a little bit. You pick it back up. Oh, look, all this Kyrie Irving news. Yeah, yeah. he's with the Lakers, worked out a sign and trade. The most, the most you know, opinionated response for me was, no, wait a second. The shocking move was he actually stayed with the Nets for $36 million. That was the shocking move to me. Well, the, the interesting part of this, and while it's super, super unlikely, but Kyrie opting in does not mean he can't be traded. That's the only thing that I think has to somewhat stay a part of the conversation. Where Kyrie, maybe he was never going to leave, and understandably so, $30 million on the table. He opts in. You know, we joke about the Ravens, right? This is going great with Lamar. Meanwhile, they're going to have to pay him more than anybody. Maybe Kyrie opted in, and the Nets think it's going great. And in 48 hours, it is. We'll be right back here on the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you here on Sports Fred. even if the Kyrie decision is surprising and caught, you know, certainly myself a little off guard. And I think a lot of people, it does mean that we should shift over to figuring out what this does mean for the immediate state of the Brooklyn Nets. And what it immediately means is they are now back down to plus 700 to win the NBA championship. It was the same exact number that they were posted at when they flipped these odds around after the Golden State Warriors won the championship. There are four teams in front of Brooklyn, Milwaukee, the Clippers, the Celtics, and Golden State all posted right now at plus 600. So here's your projected Brooklyn Nets starting lineup. Kyrie Irving will man the one you would anticipate there. Seth Curry rounds out your backcourt. Kevin Durant, I'm putting Ben Simmons at the four, although he'll kind of be all up and down. You'll get the point there. And then Nick Claxton, assuming that they ultimately bring him back. Donnie, you look at the Brooklyn Nets projected starting lineup. You look at the price at plus 700 with Kyrie coming back. And what do you make of it all? Yeah, I mean, the 7-1 price makes sense because anytime you have superstars on your team, if they're healthy, they're going to make the playoffs and maybe make a deep run. So I understand that. I won't be betting on the Brooklyn Nets, but I guess the question is the asterisk that you could put next to if, right? If the Brooklyn Nets get Kyrie Irving for 70 out of the 82 games, if they get Kevin Durant 70 out of the 82 games, if Ben Simmons returns to that defensive maven that he was with the Philadelphia 76ers, and we don't need to count on Ben Simmons here to score late in the game. And then you have a nice little center combination, Andre Drummond and Nick Claxton. If, as we like to say, this team holds it together, they're going to be, Kevin, a top three seed in the East. If, again, you get exactly what I just said out of those players for the games, because the Brooklyn Nets, the one thing, the regular season, it's almost like an anomaly in the NBA, right? Now it's like, forget about it used to be, let's get the number one seed. Now it's, let's just get to the playoffs healthy here, which is what the Brooklyn Nets tried to do last year and almost knocked themselves even out of the play-in round. But if they are healthy and playing well, I don't think they're going to be one of those teams fighting for a play-in. They're going to be fighting for a top seed in the East. So the marketplace is right there at the plus 700 for the Nets if they are healthy this year, Kevin. Which, of course, is always a worry about their basketball team, and rightfully so, because not only have we now not seen Ben Simmons for over a year, Kyrie has always dealt with injuries, and Kevin Durant, ever since his unfortunate Achilles tear with the Golden State Warriors, has been very, very injury-prone. Missed a full season, ultimately, that year in Brooklyn, and then has been injured throughout his two seasons where he was available for the Brooklyn Nets. With all of that being said, though, while, again, I wish that Nets number had a, a one in front of it so I could come on here and talk about value, they are rightfully high up this board. See, there's a reason why over the past couple of days I, I've truthfully been bewildered at Brooklyn's unwillingness to pay Kyrie Irving because with Kyrie in town, even if it's now short-term, 
They're absolutely a title contender, no doubt about it. And you might say, oh, well, they were just swept out by Boston. They certainly were. The Boston Celtics, though, did not win a single one of those games by double digits. A postseason defined by blowouts, and they didn't blow out the Brooklyn Nets despite sweeping them. And again, that was Kevin Durant's worst series in how long? One of, truthfully, all things considered, maybe the worst playoff series of Kevin Durant's career. And Kyrie Irving was pretty bad as well. And Ben Simmons wasn't available. The Brooklyn, and it was still a team that went to the NBA Finals in the Boston Celtics, right? The Brooklyn Nets offer up a lot for the rest of the Eastern Conference to be worried about there. They really, really do. And a lot of that starts at the top. Because at the end of the day, why did I really say you had to bring Kyrie Irving back? Because it kept Kevin Durant there. And Kevin Durant, you look at the MVP odds right now. Top five choice. Rightfully so. To me, the sixth best player in the NBA with absolutely room to fly up that board. A legitimate chance to win this year's MVP if he's healthy. The Brooklyn Nets are the only team, I would probably tell you, that could make an argument we have the best player in the conference uh, outside, of course, of the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis being really the best player in the world. The Nets are able to check boxes, Donnie, that a lot of these other teams aren't. Now, let's throw a wrench into this, right? And let's equate this from the NFL to the NBA. What did we see last year? A lot of tea leaves coming out from the Green Bay Packers. One last ride. Ooh, we got it there. Devontae Adams and, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron looks like he's leaving. And at the last minute, like, you know what? Aaron Rodgers doesn't look like he's leaving here. And he's probably going to hold out until his guy, Devontae Adams, gets paid in Green Bay. Then he'll get paid. And they'll make another run at the Super Bowl. Who's to say that Kyrie Irving comes back here to the Brooklyn Nets for his $37 million and KD goes, yeah, that's good. He wanted to make his own decision. Now I'm going to make mine. I want to be traded to another team here in the NBA. Could that actually happen? Could that actually take place? Because nothing would surprise me from the Brooklyn Nets. From the day that Kevin Durant said, I'm going to be a Brooklyn Net, to the press conference with the Brooklyn Nets go, yeah, yeah, we were just sitting back here for the last four months. We tried to call Kevin Durant. He wouldn't pick up the phone. Tried to talk to his agent, never got communicated. But boy, what a great day is here to be a Brooklyn Net where he actually called the offices and said, I'm going to sign with your team when we never had any consultation or just hoping that he might actually do that. Who's to say that Kevin Durant won't do that again and get traded out of Brooklyn? Nothing would surprise me here in the NBA offseason, but I want to ask you that question. Now that we see Kyrie back, we're almost assuming like, hey, here's what the starting five is going to be. Could Kevin Durant pull a power play and go, yeah, it's great, Kyrie's back, but I still don't want to be here. I do believe kind of the idea is already that Kevin Durant is, you know, happy to be back alongside Kyrie Irving. I think that was kind of already added post-Kyrie decision. But with that being said, right, and, and like, you know, oh, the, the Nets are front office is going to take power back. Now, they got their way, right? Kyrie opting into a one-year deal. They've yet to speak to Kevin Durant. I, I would all but guarantee you that Kyrie called Shams to tell him he was opting in and not Sean Marks. So they definitely found out that Kyrie was coming back like you and I did. Kevin Durant has still not talked to them at all. So really, did they take power back? Or did Kyrie, again, surprisingly in a six-hour window, fold his hand? It's probably the latter. And that is why, and it's a good point you're kind of get, we're, we're starting to get at here, though, is the Nets are probably still a bit of a house of cards, to be honest with you. 
and it only takes all but one. First of all, right? Kyrie, would you be surprised, Donnie, if we have to revisit Kyrie trade requests before this coming season is over? I wouldn't be. No, I wouldn't be either because let's take a look at this, right? Can you imagine this? Training camp's about to start for the Brooklyn Nets. And again, Kyrie's not communicating with the Nets front office. Neither is KD. KD shows up, photo shoot time, get, you know, your opening press conference here with the league and also, you know, your press media locally. Where's Kyrie? We don't know where he's at. And then it comes out like, oh, he's been excused because of a birthday party in Los Angeles or in Las Vegas at this point. It wouldn't surprise me at all. So you're right. The fact of the matter is we thought he was leaving, and he basically says he's not. I'm not putting anything past because as we look right now, we're just barely getting into the month of July here. you got July, August, September. you got 90 days or so to let this percolate where you know tidbits of information are going to come out, and the trade rumors will still swirl around KD, just like they were doing for the past few days before we even knew if Kyrie Irving was headed back to the Brooklyn Nets. Like, I I guess Kyrie's see you in the fall is supposed to hold a lot of weight to me. But am I supposed to believe that Kyrie Irving isn't a potential opt-in and hold-out guy? Am, am I, am, is that what I'm su- supposed to believe? That, that Kyrie Irving wouldn't opt into the $37 million and then refuse to show up to Brooklyn? Why would I think that? Of course that could possibly happen. Oh, and by the way, if at any moment Kyrie does split, it does seem like we've at least got enough confirmation that Kevin Durant would follow suit. Oh, and by the way, even though I remain bullish on the talent, Ben Simmons is the third guy. I mean, are we sure Ben Simmons is going to be able to play basketball this year? Like, So this is why, again, to me, if if the Nets were 17-1 to to win the title, I'd say you got to take a swing at it. But they they consistently book Brooklyn like everything's gone great. Like it's as if we you know that the almanac price that they already know they're all going to stay healthy and be together and there's not much to worry about there. But that's not the case. Like things in Milwaukee, even the Clippers, despite the fact that I the Kawhi stuff remains bizarre. We'll get there in a minute. But Boston and Golden, like there's just a lot more to trust. When you, talk, when you go up those odds boards there, I think that's kind of the, the, the problem, right? It's basically, Donnie, until it's opening day, the NBA season, and the Brooklyn Nets are going out there or playing against the Boston Celtics, are we going to really feel confident that everything is good in Brooklyn? I don't think so. And let's also take a look at this angle, right? Because usually you get the freshest responses or the truest responses. Philadelphia 76ers last year, they get eliminated by the Atlanta Hawks. Your head coach comes out and goes, yeah, this guy's not a championship point guard right now. Joel Embiid's like, yeah, I mean, I don't, this guy's got no heart. He said, okay, we see what's actually happening here behind the scenes between Ben Simmons versus the Philadelphia 76ers. The reason I'm bringing this up in the Brooklyn Netscape is, remember when the season ended here? Usually you say to yourself, like, hey, man, we can't wait to run this thing back. Kyrie's got an option. We, 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 we called him yesterday. We want him to opt back in. They sat there at that press conference going, I don't, I'm not so sure we even want him to opt in at this point. Hey, you might not get it. Yeah, I, but I think we might want to go in a different direction here because we don't know his availability from time to time. And we need guys that are all in. So are we actually happy to see the Brooklyn Nets who probably didn't get contacted by Kyrie? Like, oh, man, Kevin, he actually opted in this year. Oh, that blows up our plans now. You know, and, and, and I do think they wanted him back under the short circumstances, but I know you've always kind of questioned that. Is did, did, did they were like, no, hold on a minute now. I thought he was leaving. I thought yes. 
Kyrie, where, where do you want to go? We'll, we'll, we'll trade you tomorrow. We'll trade you tomorrow, Ellie. At the end of the day, the Nets at least seemingly should be happy about this. The Lakers, they are in disarray. That's next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. One man's trash is another man's seemingly was going to be the best way to describe everything that was happening between Kyrie, the Nets, and the Lakers. The Nets completely over Kyrie Irving, would rather him gone than on a long-term deal, unwilling to give him what he wanted, even if it meant that Kevin Durant was going to leave. Nobody in the NBA seemingly actually wanted to get into the Kyrie Irving business other than the Los Angeles Lakers. And the Lakers weren't simply just interested. The Lakers were desperate. The Lakers uh, in in my estimation, needed this to come to fruition. And the odds started to show that this was going to be a legitimate boost to the Lakers as they were starting to make the move up the board from 20 to 1 to 17 to 1 and jumping in front of teams like the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and the Mavericks. And now the Lakers sit back at 24 to 1 to win the NBA championship. Again, the Kyrie Irving move would have been phenomenal for this basketball team because not only is he markedly better than Russell Westbrook, but he is a much better fit than Russell Westbrook. Oh, and by the way, we have proof of concept that Kyrie plus LeBron plus a great big can win you an NBA championship there. Kyrie is not only significantly better than Russ, but when the Lakers won a title just a couple of years ago, they didn't even really have a third guy to round out a big three. It was... KCP, Caruso, maybe Dwight Howard on a given day. Again, if the Lakers were able to bring in Kyrie Irving, DRS, I think most people would have had to acknowledge they became legitimate title contenders. And in less than 24 hours' time, that dream blew up on them. 
Yes, and it did. We talked about yesterday on the money line. We're looking at 18 to 1 here for the Los Angeles Lakers, figuring there's a chance that they get Kyrie Irving, which if they got him, would have improved their odds even more. But as we sit today at the FanDuel Sportsbook, we now see 24 to 1 odds on the Los Angeles Lakers. And having said, coming into this season, right, or should I say into the offseason for the Lakers, you're trying to say to yourself, we're already over the cap. There's not much we can do. Which type of players can we pick up? The main thing was we can't have Russell you know, Westbrook on our roster, but it wasn't as if you trade Russ, you get back some nice pieces and some salary cap relief. It was almost like saying, we have to give you a first-round draft pick just to take the guy, so anything you give us back will be fine. And the reason I bring this up is it almost was a coup here for the Lakers where you say, we don't have any room to do anything. Now, hold on. We're going to get a guy who is a line changer and a game changer here in the NBA and we're going to get him for the mid-level exception and give up nothing to get the guy, that would have been an absolute phenomenal coup by the Los Angeles Lakers, and it didn't turn out. So if you were a Lakers backer fan or even the front office, you almost pulled off one of those Hail Mary miracles that said, we didn't even have to do much here, and we picked mm-hmm. up an all-star level player to go with LeBron James and Anthony Davis should they stay healthy. We think we're going to be competitive out here in the West with a legitimate chance to win a championship. So from a Lakers perspective with their organization, this has to be a pretty good body blow yesterday, seeing that Kyrie Irving opted back in because now you're back to the drawing board saying, we don't have much room to move around. And again, our best move is just to get rid of Russell Westbrook. Tough scene for the Lakers, because I do believe yesterday there's a time being where everybody felt like, wow, the Lakers are actually yeah. going to steal this one, and Kyrie's coming to L.A. So that is, I think, one of the big question marks around this all. See, the Lakers front office is largely incompetent and useless and should thank LeBron for everything that has gone well for their organization over the last couple of years. And we all know that the Kyrie situation is tied to wanting to play with LeBron. Like, Rob, what do you think Rob Polinka got on the phone and started to make the connection? You think Genie hit his line and that, and that was the desire to go play for the purple and gold? Preposterous, outrageous, absolutely had nothing to do with that. It was all LeBron motivated. So I do have to wonder a little bit. Again, right? It really doesn't make sense to anybody that was paying attention that in six hours, not up against the deadline, Kyrie opted in. Did he get word that the Lakers weren't interested in giving up a couple of picks in order to make a deal possible with the Brooklyn Nets? Like, was the Lakers front office somehow not working in unison with the desires of LeBron, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis? Because I'll tell you right now, if that part comes out, then the Durant trade request aspect is gone, and hopefully LeBron's enters the fray. Because there's no reason for him to sit there on an organization that's unserious about winning. There isn't one. And I, I just, I have to still wonder what happened in that time frame there. And could it be that the Lakers front office made a mistake and they were sat there saying, man, Kyrie's going to be gifted to us here. This is so wonderful. And maybe that front office, Donnie, wasn't making the necessary moves or gestures to get themselves in a position to close a Kyrie Irving deal. Yes, and also from a Nets perspective, what we're hearing yesterday also, well, the one team that's willing to possibly pick up Kyrie Irving, we don't like anything they're going to be able to give to us. So, you know, from both organizations that basically were, I don't, I can't say calling like Kyrie's bluff, right? Because that doesn't make sense to use that terminology. But you had one team that wanted him, the Lakers, one team that with the Brooklyn Nets for, to me, was probably like, hey, we're better off without this guy. And for them just to shut down like negotiations, like midday, like, ah, it's not going to work. And Kyrie's like, oh, you guys aren't going to work it out. Well, let me just take the 
the money and opt back in, and we'll see where this goes. Because it seems like you had two willing partners where, again, the Brooklyn Nets, not sure if they even wanted Kyrie, and the Los Angeles Lakers saying, well, we would take him. And it almost looks like the Brooklyn Nets down to the wire were saying, well, we'll risk Kyrie just opting out and we get nothing for him. And they basically said, all right, you're going to take the money. We'll try to figure this out at this time. But I'm actually surprised it didn't happen. There was so much smoke around that and so many crazy options where it looked like Kyrie actually was going to just say, I'm opting out. I'm going to go with the Lakers and I'll see what happens there, which would have really benefited the Lakers and juiced up their prices where, as we see today, again, 24 to 1. Where have they have been? Where the Nets are at 7 to 1 at that point? Probably so because a lot of bets oh, yeah. at the FanDuel Sportsbook would have come in on the Los Angeles Lakers to win the 22-23 NBA title i i absolutely think the lakers move in front of the phoenix suns when you talk about title odds upon a Kyrie move not just because of where they would deserve but yes all of a sudden people are flying i think to the sports book to then bet on the lakers because people are betting on big news and that is big news you kind of hit on a little something though of well what's the lakers next big move getting rid of russell westbrook the big question though is is that really the only news the Lakers can offer up to their fans and potential backers is, hey, we got rid of Russ. And what I mean by that is Russ and picks for nothing of substance. Simply, the best thing we can offer you is this guy is not on our basketball team anymore. Is that truthfully the best possible situation? Or can Russ still be a part of a deal that brings the Lakers in at least one starting player. It, because the Westbrook situation, I, I know that this will sound silly to people, the $47 million is, it's not a positive and certainly not for any team that's looking to compete, but that is an expiring contract which really allows anybody looking to tank or shed salary to be very enticed by the Russell Westbrook contract, especially if it's added with a first-round pick. I think the big question around the Lakers right now is, is their only move in a positive direction being Westbrook is gone or Westbrook is gone and that netted us Malcolm Brogdon, Gordon Hayward, what, whatever it might be, can they add a second piece of good information to their offseason? Um, I, they need to because if you look at the way the roster is constructed right now, they know this isn't one of those, hey, run it back, we'll be healthy and see what happens. You can't do that, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting because, again, Russell Westbrook, even if he does move on, he doesn't really net you back something in the value of, let's just say, contract for contract. Like, hey, we're going to get a big-time player. Russell Westbrook straight up for Dame Lillard or straight up for Bradley Beal. That's not going to happen in today's NBA world. But then again, if your best move is just getting rid of Russell Westbrook for like a – nice piece, meaning coming off the bench, the Lakers are dead in the water. And if the Lakers say, well, we couldn't find anybody for Russell Westbrook, the Lakers, again, are dead in the water. It looks like yesterday, that, that one glimmer of hope where you said if you're LeBron James and AD, wow, you know what? Let's re-energize ourselves and get into it. Because about the time that we were out at the Super Bowl in Los Angeles, if you remember that one press conference, I believe it might have been on like a Sunday night or a Monday night where the uh, Milwaukee Bucks were in town. They got beat, and they flat-out ask AD and LeBron James sitting side-by-side, side, we're just not on Milwaukee's level. Like, And I don't know how we can actually mm -hmm. get on their level. You know what happened? Kyrie Irving gets there. Maybe you can step back up to their level. But I don't see anything outside of, okay, we're going to package Malik Monk, and T Malik Monk and THT for another superstar. 
I don't think this bodes, bodes well at all for the Lakers heading into the next season. And quite frankly, right now, they're not a title contender, and I don't know how they can be. I mean, the answer, again, is they can be a title contender if you can, can guarantee a level of health for their basketball team. The problem is you, you can't, which is why you need to add additional pieces to the roster to try and prop you up. At the end of the day, LeBron is still very clearly a top-five player uh, for anybody who wants to be taken serious. And Anthony Davis, again, if he could stay healthy, is at least a top-30, if not higher, player in the NBA. It's about availability, which is the biggest question mark around the Los Angeles Lakers, which is why trying to add a third man to the rotation would be more than ideal. Let's stick in L.A. John Wall, buyout with the Clippers, all somewhat instantly here. Uh, the Rockets really... Again, I just, when we do like player holdout stuff, I hope people remember what the Rockets did here to John Wall. They took an entire season away from him. And I know people write, oh, poor John Wall, I made $40 million to not play basketball. I mean, again, which one is it then? I mean, which one is it? If John Wall wanted to play, the Rockets wanted to tank. But nevertheless, the Clippers add John Wall, and they now are tied with three other teams for co-title favorites as John Wall reaches that buyout and pairs up with Kawhi and PG in L.A. I like it. I think it's a good move here because, again, it's almost like if you can equate it to the Brooklyn Nets scenario here where Kyrie Irving's like, okay, I'm going to opt out for $6 million and it's going to be the exception. That's what's happening here with the Clippers. So, Kevin, from a perspective of just Los Angeles, if this does not work out, it doesn't even matter, does it? Oh, man, we... <laughs> Two years, $100 million we just spent on this guy. He stinks. He can't play anymore. No, you spent the mid-level exception, the tax exempt exception there of $6.5 million. Where, and you're also not getting John Wall, per se, let's just say, he's coming like Kyrie Irving, where he's only making $6 million bucks. And by December, he's like, man, I, could, I was making $40 million last year. I'm only making six. I'm just not happy with that. No, he got paid out. So and essentially what happened here is the Rocket said, all right, we're going to take $6.5 million off your salary, pay you the rest. Why? Because you're going to get that signing bonus, or should I say that $6.5 million once you get to the Clippers. He's going to be happy. And the last time we saw him, he was like a 20-9 and nine guy in the NBA. This can only help the Clippers. Because <laughs> what happens if you catch lightning in a bottle here with John Wall? And he returns back to all-star form. Let's say he's going to be an all-star, but every night he can give you a 20-10 and 10 performance if he's healthy enough to do that. Win-win situation for the Clippers, and I agree that they now sit at that 6-1 to one price here. The last time that John Wall averaged under 19 points a game was 2015. The point being is that John Wall has never not provided you an offensive lift when he's been out there ever. Ever, right? So for for John Wall to step in, and, and as you mentioned in the 2021 season on four in 40 games, averaged 20.6 points and 6.9 assists. I mean, is that does that sound like some massive net negative there? Not to not to me. It it doesn't, right? Lesser workload probably for John Wall, closer instead of 35 minutes a night, 25 minutes a night playing next mm -hmm. to Kawhi and PG, freeze things up, attack and transition, a more measured approach here. I don't think John Wall kind of barrels through and blows things up in such a negative way like a Russell Westbrook because I think John Wall will just be so happy to not only be playing basketball but on a legitimate title contender. The break, the early line continues here on Sports. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Quick, quick segment before we get to hour number two. We've got a lot of good Major League Baseball to get into, and including a look at the rookie quarterbacks as well over in the NFL. I want to bring up one final point here around the NBA. So Kyrie opted in, and every indication is that he will be a Brooklyn Net, which not only you know means that you talk about the Nets as a title contender, but Kevin Durant stays put, right? Because if things weren't up to KD's standard, he was going to bounce. So here's my question, Donnie. Are we wrong to assume that LeBron is 100% staying in Los Angeles? I'm just, like, I, I, things just keep kind of going wrong there. Are we 100% positive, no matter what, LeBron is staying in Los Angeles this summer? I think so. I think so. It would be a major upset if LeBron James leaves the Los Angeles Lakers at this point. Like, we're also, like, we would see landing spots. Who would want LeBron? Well, a lot of teams would want LeBron. But does LeBron want to leave L.A.? That's his home now. He's close to all his business ties. You know, you're living in Los Angeles. That's your legacy at this point. I would be hard-pressed to believe that he's leaving town. I'd be very surprised as well. Ultimately, I think that there is some level of ride this out that exists with the Lakers. I think LeBron is very happy. Darvin Ham is back. LeBron has spent a lot of the offseason not only in the, you know, kind of posting his own workout videos, but also kind of hyping up Anthony Davis. I don't think there's been many videos of him hyping up Russell Westbrook. And that ultimately, to me, is kind of the big thing here, is I think Westbrook is moved. By whatever means necessary, I think Westbrook is moved. And at least I think they can put a fresh coat of paint on all of this. I do think, though, if LeBron requested the trade, who could blame him? I mean, honestly, right? Why should a top five player exist on a team that nobody thinks is a legitimate title contender? I mean, clearly Donnie doesn't. Nobody else seems to think that that team can really compete at a high level. Although I got to say, I mean, if if the Lakers end up a top four seed, he's got to be the MVP, right? Considering... 
considering that they're an abysmal basketball team. Isn't that how? Isn't how that works? Uh, we'll see. How ready to turn on Bron? I can see it. Nice. Ready to turn on him. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.